Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me on the Word Podcast. Uh, we are in the Gospel of Matthew, but today we're going to chase a couple of cross-references out of the Synoptic Gospels. Those are Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Well, let me take it back. It's not Luke. We're going to look at Matthew, Mark, and John, the one that's not a Synoptic Gospel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we saw in the previous episode the account where uh, Jesus walked on water. Okay? We'll just put it that way. It's coming right after he had fed the 5,000. So he sends his disciples on across the lake in a boat. He says, y'all go ahead. Then he sends the crowd on, and then Jesus goes and prays. So we looked at the account in Matthew, but each one of these accounts has little nuances that are really uh, helpful to understand what's going on. So let's look at the Mark account today. This is out of Mark chapter 6, beginning with verse 45. And it says this, Immediately Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side to Bethsaida while he himself was sending the crowd away. After bidding them farewell, so he just wasn't sending them off rudely or anything, okay? After bidding them farewell, he left for the mountain to pray, as was Jesus' habit, I guess is the best way to put this, because this is what Jesus did. So verse 47 now, Matthew 6. When it was evening... The boat was in the middle of the sea, and he was alone on the land. So when you look at all the Gospels put together, we know that it was uh, uh, getting dark to start with, because remember they said it's late in the day, we need to feed these folks, you need to send them home. And Jesus says, no, you feed them. So they'd already gone through all that. So now, verse 47 says, when it was evening, the boat was in the middle of the sea, and he was alone on the land. Seeing them straining at the oars, for the wind was against them. At about the fourth watch of the night, he came to them walking on the sea, and he intended to pass by them. So they're straining at the oars because the wind's blowing. Now, could Jesus walk on it? Apparently so. Uh, you know, we've seen, you've all seen rivers and lakes and things when the wind's blowing across it and it's white capping. So you have a little white capping, and we're not probably not talking about. Uh, 30-foot waves here, okay? But we are talking about some things that would be very difficult to row against, the winds against them, but Jesus is still able to walk on it, okay? And who knows how that happened? It might have been that when Jesus put his foot on it, it became flat for him. You know, who, who, how does that work, right? But what's interesting here is that Jesus sees them straining at the oars. It says that in verse 48. Verse 47, it says, They're in the middle of the sea. We know from the other Gospels, they're out a few miles. And yet he sees them. Well, how can that be? Well, you can see a few miles at sea. Okay, you can see that. But seeing them straining at the oars, and it's in the middle of the sea, and it's evening, it's dark. Okay. Well, could it have been a moonlit night? Absolutely, it could be a moonlit night. But the winds are blowing, the waves are battering. It could be clear with wind blowing, there's no doubt. Jesus maybe had been able to see in the natural four or five miles out. 
with a bright moonlit ocean. Yeah, he might have been able to see them straining at the oars. Or was he seeing them straining to the oars in a different kind of way because he was in prayer? And there was some revelation going on here. I don't know. But he saw that the wind was against him. So did he go out to rescue him? Uh, no. And we talked about this yesterday. <laughs> he, he intended to walk right past them, to pass by them. Now, they're going to the same place. They're going from one side of a lake to another, so we know that the, the straight line is the most direct way. So he's going to be passing at least close by them. I don't think he was trying to hide himself, but he had intended just to pass by them. And as we discussed previously, at least one of them was paying attention and saw something going on here. Okay, Somebody saw Jesus. So, seeing them strain at the oars, for the wind was against them, at about the fourth watch of the night, he came to them walking on the sea, and he intended to pass by them. But when they saw him walking on the sea, they supposed that it was a ghost and cried out, for they all saw him and were terrified. So they all saw somebody, something, walking on the water. They thought it was a ghost. They thought it was an apparition. They thought it was something from the unseen realm. Okay, And I totally understand that. You know, we sort of look at it in our Western mind and said, oh, that's sort of foolish. That doesn't exist. No, you're the fool because those do exist. Okay. I wonder how they cried out. I mean, were they screaming? Were they yelling? You know, Matthew said they cried out in great fear. Here, Mark says they cried out and they were terrified. But immediately, Jesus spoke with them and said to them, Take courage, for it is I. Do not be afraid. Then he got into the boat with them, and the wind stopped, and they were utterly astonished, for they had not gained any insight from the incident of the loaves, but their heart was hardened. Whoa, what is going on here? Let me read those last two verses again. Then they got into the, when he got in the boat with him and the wind stopped and they were astonished. They were dumbfounded because Jesus gets in the boat, the wind stops, and they are just stunned. They don't know what to think of it. Then verse 52, Mark brings this woo, word. They had not gained any insight from the loaves but their heart was hardened. It means their mind was closed, that their mind was made dull. Remember, it's the loaves at the beginning of these accounts. Jesus is saying, hey, you feed them. You feed them. And they said, well, we don't have anything. We just got this. And Jesus says, what have you got? Well, I got five loaves and two fish. Big picture here. Whatever Jesus grants to us is enough, folks. It's enough if he's in it, okay? He will use it as he desires. But there was some insight that they were supposed to gain. There was some faith that they were supposed to have from this, and they hadn't done it. It tells us point blank they had not gained insight. Oh, it says this, had not gained any insight from the incident of the loaves, but their heart was hardened. That, that right there is amazing, is it not? Their heart was hardened. It was dull. Remember how, how they had uh, initiated the whole thing? They'd come to Jesus after hearing, you know, seeing Jesus' teaching. 
people have been there, they're hungry. So the disciples come along and say, well, Master, you know, it's getting late today right here. And it's time to send these folks home. They're hungry, and we don't have any food out here. We're in the middle of nowhere. So we need to disperse this gathering right here. And Jesus just looks at them and says, you feed them. See, they, they were sort of feeling their religious oats here. You know, they're disciples. They're following the masters. They hear the great teaching. They see the miracles, all this kind of stuff. And Jesus was dealing with their hearts. What does he say right here? Their hearts were hardened. They were getting a little too full of themselves. So what did Jesus do? Hey, y'all get in the boat. You go ahead. Did Jesus know that what's going to happen? Probably. The wind came against him. Jesus sees it, sees them straining, sees them struggling, seeing all this. He's going to go to the side and meet them. When they get over there, he's going to walk right past them. They see him. They cry out. He says, hey, don't be fearful. Don't be fearful. It's me. So they begged him. Yeah, I, my iPad thinks I talked to it. No. <laughs> and they ask him in the boat, then the winds stop. Had they not gained any insight? It's real easy to point a finger to them, folks. Let me ask us this. Have we not gained any insight? I really, really believe that most who profess to be true believers and who actually are believers are very dull of heart. We'll talk about this more next time, okay? Again, I'm Dale. I'll see you all then.